the blast from our past network. Hey everybody, Corey here. I just wanted to kind of give you a little primer on what this bonus episode is. So our wrap-up after Dark series is a monthly Patreon-exclusive show that Zach and I do that's kind of like a like a free-form discussion show. It just gives us uh, the chance to chit-chat and everything, you know, usually podcasts after dark related uh, topics, but there is no structure to the show, so we can kind of go in any tangent and direction that we want to. And this can be found under the $2 a month donation tier uh, called Wrap Up After Dark. And um, like I said, it comes out every month. And this episode is our one year anniversary. And we kind of just, you know, wanted to release this to the to the public and show you guys what we have behind the Patreon paywall. Um, we, you have examples of what you can find under the interviews after dark tier, but uh, you know we wanted you to see also what you can get under the wrap up after dark tier. Now, if you subscribe to the interviews after dark tier for five dollars a month, you also get everything that is under the wrap up after dark tier, this tier. So you'll get these episodes as well. But we love this episode. We're very proud of it because it, it is our one-year discussion about uh, everything that's been going on with Podcast After Dark and, and everything. So we we really enjoyed it, and we wanted you guys to kind of have it and, and, and see it, so or, or listen to it, I should say. <laughs> but uh, thank you all for a great one year. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. We appreciate our patrons. We appreciate uh, everyone that's left left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate everyone who's just shared the show with their friends. So we've been growing, and we've been growing because of our fans and, and everybody. So thank you all from the bottom of our heart, and Please enjoy this uh, one-year anniversary episode of Wrap Up After Dark, and thank you guys for, for all your support. Welcome to a Patreon-exclusive episode of Podcasting After Dark, an elite installment for our Patreon supporters. Lock your doors, close your windows, seal your fate, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to our one-year anniversary of Wrap Up After Dark. I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. (laughs) And that was not our normal uh, uh, sort of intro for Wrap Up After Dark. We actually never really have an intro for Wrap Up After Dark. We just start talking, essentially. But uh, Yeah, you you just pick up where we're like, a point in the conversation that kind of makes sense. But normally, Yeah. yeah, there's just... Just jumps right in. Exactly. But this is a, this is a special occasion. So we we want to really just kind of dive right into it. Uh, like I said, uh, two seconds ago, 30 seconds ago at this point, this is our one-year anniversary of Podcasting After Dark. This is the whole month of July was our one-year anniversary. So that was a huge milestone for us, for, you know, uh, just the two of us ourselves, but for the podcast and everything. I, I think it's a it's a big deal, man. We hit one year, dude. How are you feeling about it? Well, who would have thought that what we started a year ago in your little apartment in North Hollywood <laughs> right. um, has chugged along uh, so successfully I mean, you always, I remember when you pitched it to me, you're like, Hey dude, I got this idea. You know, I just want it to be fun. It's really loose. Not a big thing. Um, just talk about some of the movies that we love to talk about. And I hadn't even really wanted to do a podcast at that point. I, I, I was 
I was open to it. Yeah. And I'm like, sure, let's let's give it a try. And then, uh, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> like we, I, it, it blows me away, the community uh, of friends and fans that are so supportive of the show. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm always excited to jump into another episode with you. One of the reasons, because uh, of the the support that we get from everybody. They're like, oh, great choice. Or, you know, that gets you juiced up, yeah. you know? It's like, come on. It, 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 it's like, uh, I, I was talking to somebody. It might have been David Irons. I'm not sure. Uh, but he. But I was saying to somebody about how when they discover a movie that y- they didn't know about or, or that you love and then and then no one else, you don't think anyone else really knows about it or it's not very popular. And then that one friend of yours goes, oh, I know that movie. I love that movie. And then you go, oh, yeah, cool. Let's be buds. Like, that's what happens with this show with me. It's like suddenly somebody chimes in and goes, oh, that was a great choice, you know? Yeah. And that's almost kind of how you and I met, you know, like and and became friends was over the course of movies, you know, and and having similar interest in movies. And uh, I mean, as you guys know, if you listen to this episode, we are also uh, very different in in our likes. But we have had a nice, you know, Venn diagram cross section that really allowed us to open the door to the friendship. And, you know, we talk about how we don't like to get political on the podcast and, and stuff like that because we think that, like, you know, movies can be the great, you know, uh, what's the opposite of barrier? The, the bridge, the a great bridge between people, you know? You can, yes. and, and yes. it's just, it gives us some time to just have fun and, and not think about the, the craziness in, in the world. And, you know, we I don't think at the beginning we really set out to be a podcast that put out three-hour-long episodes, you know? But uh, it's, it's kind of the format that we've fallen into. And I always thought that that would be a hindrance because you, you're on podcasts all the time. Oh, we got to keep this at an hour, you know, and everyone has this weird arbitrary idea of, of always keeping the podcast around an hour. From an editing standpoint, I can totally see that because I do love <laughs> editing an hour-long podcast much, yeah. much faster than a, than a three-hour-long podcast. But, dude, all I get and all, and all we get, you know, on Instagram and feedback and everything is – how much they love the length of our shows. And I'm like, that's great. Now we're kind of stuck doing three hour long, three hour long episodes. But then again, you know, like going into Mall Rats, I was like, okay, maybe Mall Rats would be a little faster. And bada bing, bada boom, right now it's looking like the it's gonna be like three and a half hours. And I'm like, how is our podcast twice the length of the actual movie itself? You know? But well, I will say uh to all the friends and fans that love our super long episodes, they're not always going to be that long, <laughs> you know, no, and, and, and we don't pad them. If... We don't like uh, pad. Uh, we don't, we don't like pad them for like any kind of length. It's just, if they happen to be that long, they happen to be that long, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's purely out of uh, discussion and breakdown. Yeah. That's that, that it's, that's where it comes out of. And there are some movies where there's not a lot of tidbits uh, or like kind of backstory that's, that's fun to fill in. That, that seems to be like, I personally love that aspect of the show where I can kind of chime in with my random facts. And sometimes it goes, uh, both of us go off on tangents, but uh, I, I enjoy going off on a tangent or two or eight, 12, because uh, that's just my thing. And, and having the freedom to go as long as we want, 
uh, is, is wonderful. And the fact that people respond to that versus going, Oh my God, you guys are, it's, it's such a long podcast. Well, those are the people that listen to it and turn it off. And that's fine too. Like if it's not your, it's not your cup of tea, baby, just don't do it. So that's cool. But 99% of the people that listen to our show love it for, like you said, for that reason. And, and I mean, I have to say that I have never once heard anyone say anything negative about the length. So I'm just going to keep operating under the <laughs> assumption that it's A-OK. And, and you know what? I've always, uh, all of my podcasts that I work on, I, I, the, only, the only way I think that they can be successful is if you produce content that you yourself would want to listen to. And every time I'm listening to yeah, Pad, you know, agreed. and editing it and everything, it's... It, it sometimes can be a bit of a, a physical marathon for me, especially if I'm doing a whole episode like in one day and it can take about eight to nine hours to edit one, you know, three hour episode. But I am still entertained by our own conversations. And I'm like, that's crazy. And I, you know, you, I, I don't want to say that like in a narcissist sort of sense, but like, you know, if you're producing content that you wouldn't even want to listen to yourself, you are doing it wrong, all wrong. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. If you're not, if you're not doing... If you're not enjoying what you're doing, then don't do it because let's be honest, you know, uh, Patreon has been is the people that have subscribed to our Patreon. It's so wonderful. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody that has signed up. And some people go, boom, listen to this episode. David Irons, I think, did that right. He mm -hmm. listened to this episode. Boom. Now I'm a subscriber. Uh, second shout out in one episode, dude, you're <laughs> on fire. Uh, but, uh, and I'm recording with him pretty soon too. So that's exciting. Yeah, You guys are doing but, um, a watch list, right? Yeah. He, I, he, uh, you know, for those people that don't know David Irons, is, he's a writer and he, uh, does a lot of, he's an artist. He's in, in the, in the literal sense, uh, does a lot of different stuff and you'll get to know that when you hear his episode. But, uh, I invited him on the show and he's was super stoked to come on and talk about well, you'll have to find out what our topic is at a later date. Uh, but yeah, I, and by the way, like, I don't even know what the topic is, so I'm excited to hear it too. <laughs> oh, I have a feeling you're going to be like, "Whoa, that's a that's a it's going to be good." Anyways, uh, my whole point of that of saying that was, you know, Patreon has been great because people subscribe and all that money goes to the show. Like people need to know that that allows us to do what we do. Uh, it costs money to uh when we get a guest to record at the studio real voice la uh in los angeles so yeah, the shout, shout out to mike mike at real voice la he's always he's the one that uh he engineers our 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 um interviews our interviews after dark and we couldn't do it without him he's so freaking awesome especially during the whole covid thing he's the one that sets up just the the calls so like you know we're talking to tom holland he, he's the one setting up all that stuff so we couldn't do it without him so thank you to mike at real voice la yeah people people who may not know just 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 to fill you in on the technical aspects of that. Um, yeah, you can do interviews with, with people. You can do anything with, with anybody. You can Skype, you can Zoom, and, and the quality's fine. Uh, and then some of our interviews, the quality is not as good as we'd want it to be. Um, but, but when you have an engineer and you pay someone to sit behind a booth and kind of make sure everything goes as planned, there's no hiccups and there's no dropped calls or there's no, oh, let's do that again. Uh, Mike is... Mike has provided us with a, when we're at the studio, a state of the art, top of the line setup. Uh, when we've been, yeah, because of COVID, he has created, he's got a way to record everything 
uh, seamlessly so that we don't ask someone to download Audacity and do a clap in with us, which yeah, that, you know, that would it's never. It's neither here nor there. That wouldn't have worked with like like Tom Holland and Brian Yuzna and them. I mean, they, they are oh they're sweet God. people, but uh, we always uh, they're the older the directors, the older the actors, the it seems to be a bit technical proficiency lacking when it comes to like internet stuff. Which I totally get it because as I'm getting up in age, I don't know what like TikTok is and and all these things, and, I, and it <laughs> seems like it was almost overnight where all of a sudden I just didn't know what things were anymore you know <laughs> whereas before I was yeah, up and- on everything so uh it's it's nice to have Mike um uh, be our, our safety net you know uh we can go yep. into the interviews you know not worrying about the technical stuff which allows exactly. us to kind of just worry about the conversation that's happening and I in and, and Mike is the unseen third person in our interview after dark you know stuff uh, on our end he's the unseen uh, uh hand behind the scenes that's really helping us do it so um again mike thank you dude thank you so much you freaking rock and if you guys are if anyone's in la uh, and you're looking for a voiceover studio or recording studio go please go check out real voice la and uh mike's not paying us to say that or anything it's just that's a no. straight up personal recommendation from us so it's yeah. it's really awesome Awesome. It's, I mean, it's, and it's also cool that we, we've met somebody cool like Mike now, you know, like we just, I feel like through this podcast and like you said earlier, friends and fans, and I'll say fans that have now turned into friends too, like th- this podcast has opened up so many doors that I never thought would be open in, in this past year. Um, I mean, straight up, like the fact that when we were, re- re- you know, reviewing Fright Night, and putting out these questions into the world, into the ether, you know, what is Billy Cole, yada, yada, yada. I mean, when, when I asked that, I never thought we were going to actually get to ask freaking Tom Holland that, let alone Jonathan Stark. I mean, my God. So, you know, we've meeting those people is awesome, but also like meeting Mike, you know, talking to uh, Steve Kostansky, you know, and, and meeting like people like David Irons and stuff. It's, it's so cool that this thing that we created open doors because, you know, people are, you know, jiving on it, you know, and it's, it's cool just to, as an artist, as a creative, you know, you and I are both artists, but with different sort of artistic backgrounds, but we're both artists. So, you know, man, like we're pretty much like with your art, you're just like shouting into the void and you're hoping that somebody, you know, connects with it. That's all your, that's all I think really any artist are doing and side note uh, i can't imagine because uh kevin smith essentially says the exact same thing on the uh the mall rats uh behind the scenes and i can't imagine how disheartening it is when he's like he's saying that like you know you, you do create something for the world as an artist that's what you do and then when everybody basically just poo-poos on it like mall rats it you take that hard because you're like these were my ideas and you're basically just saying they suck, you know? So, so we do feel very lucky that like our ideas that we do put out there in the world seem to find an audience and, and people seem to like it. Even when we disagree with the popular, you know, the pop, pop culture opinion and stuff like, you know, for example, night of the comet, exactly. Night of the comet. Like I am, I am super proud of that episode. In fact, it's in my top three favorite episodes. I am so proud of that episode. The way we handled a movie that neither of us really liked. And you and I knew we didn't like it going into it. And I felt like we gave it a fair shot and we honed in on the stuff that we like. But also at the same time, like the fact that we didn't spend the whole entire 
episode crapping on something we don't like. And that's, I really feel like that's what's like kind of solidified that like, we're not just going to shit on stuff, you know, like we're going to find what we like about it and, and hone in on it. We don't like to bring negativity to the podcast. We're not snarky, I should say. Well, I was going to say, because, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten a few people asking us like, how do you get these guests or how do you, how do you book this person? Or how did you get that person? Oh my gosh. Or like that, you know, uh, that comes around a lot actually. And, and not that we're the dispensary of advice to anybody, but to give uh, people who are thinking about doing podcast advice or people that are starting to do podcasts or people that are already doing podcasts that feel like they've maybe hit some sort of a wall. Um, not saying this is who you are. I'm just saying in general, one of the reasons why we're able to do as much as we do is because we're really nice (laughs) and we make things really easy. And those are two factual, true statements. And it goes a long way being nice in this world and making things easy for someone. If you make, if, if, if you want them to do something for you goes a long way. And I'm just, I'm speaking from, I've heard stories of like, other podcasts and or people who we've had as guests on other podcasts and they've gone man this is so easy it was so much easier so easy to do this you guys are so easy to talk to thank you for being just like so easy uh kind so i'm just saying in general uh if you maybe one of the reasons why we've we've gotten the following we've gotten so far and it's a little toot toot on our end is because we're nice and we're easy, nice and easy. Uh, so, <laughs> keep it sleazy. <laughs> keep and keeping it sleazy. So I'm just saying, like that goes a long way. And and like you said, we don't get political, but I think it's important that when we go into these podcast episodes, and uh, in, in a movie that that you or I have chosen, and we're like, okay, we'll see how this goes. I'm not really a big fan of this movie. We never go in in with it with the idea of like, oh, we're gonna shit on this. We always try to find the 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 silver lining in everything you know because again at the end of the day like you said we are artists and we respect that these people have gone on and made a film uh you know the cards don't always fall as they should or may and we always try to find the 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 little nugget in it (laughs) you know in every single movie as brody would say a little nugget of truth here and there (laughs) yes exactly Exactly. Yeah, and I love yeah. that you chose Night of the Comet as your one of your uh, top three. And I know we'll get into that in a second. But um, yeah, I, I I can see why. And it makes total sense. I, I, and like, yeah, like you said, neither of us were jazzed about that film, but we found uh, something to appreciate. And, the, and our listeners appreciated that we found those appreciations. <laughs> that makes sense. And saying that because we've had people specifically hit us up that we knew they they liked the movie and they still liked our review of the movie even though we didn't love it. So I, I'm I am proud of that. I'm proud that that it that episode allowed us. It gave us the opportunity to sort of flex our our, our muscles in in the way of of being not so snarky, you know, and, and showing that we can yeah. actually do that. So, dude, I I I'm so proud of this podcast. I'm proud to be I'm proud to be doing it with you. I wouldn't want Ditto. to be doing it with anybody else um and i thought for you know this episode here we could just kind of uh break down the top 10 most downloaded you know most listened to episodes uh and then we could throw out our top three favorites um and then actually my wife uh gave us hers you know because 
she listened to a lot of them too. And then just see where the conversation goes based on on those sort of things and, and see what we sort of remember and, and everything. But I do like the fact that, you know, giving a little advice to people out there, if you're looking to do a podcast, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tack on to the back end of what Zach says and just – you know, be cool. Don't be a goon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I, yeah. first off, Zach's the one that interacts yeah. with all the, the celebrities, so I have no clue. But knowing Zach, I know Zach's not a goon. And and people do ask me, too. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, honestly, the only thing I can truly tell you is just don't be a goon. Like, be like a, a just a normal yeah. human and just talk. Like, just be cool. Just be cool. Like, that's all I can say, you know? And uh, and if you don't know what that means, I, I can't help you, you know, any any further. And it, it's funny because, like, my, my wife, you know, used to work at, like, Studio City, uh, uh, Trader Joe's and stuff, and she would see celebrities all the time. And so I thought she would be, like, like cool with that kind of stuff, but I've seen her interact with celebrities, and she's not cool. So, uh, you know, it's just it, – it, it just comes from a, a personal inside space, I guess. But um, it's fun. It's definitely funny. And then the only other thing is just consistency and stick with it. You know, that's it. Just that's uh, that's do what you, you do a podcast that you would want to listen to and be consistent. And that's pretty yep. much uh, what all I can really advise. And everything else is sort of in the, the, the hands of the algorithms. Oh, and by the way, try to get a try to get a podcast name that has a has good SEO. And uh, and you'll definitely definitely do do good there but um no doubt no, no doubt, doubt. <laughs> but uh all right man do you um do you want to do uh the the breakdown first or do you want to talk about ours or let's do the top 10 most downloaded and then we'll talk about what our favorite ones were right okay yeah yeah sounds good <laughs> Okay, so I mean, we can spend as much time, as little time reminiscing on each one, whatever you know, type of thing. Uh, um, but starting at number ten, Night of the Comet. Yeah, I know it's in your top three, so maybe we go a little deeper when we get when we get to our individuals. Um, but yeah, again, I didn't expect it. I think we said enough already. Didn't expect <laughs> it. Uh, uh, didn't expect to like it, but then found what we should. We found what we what we did like about it, and mm-hmm. I thought I was proud of it. I'm proud of that episode too. I'm proud of all of them, but yeah, yeah definitely yeah. proud of it. Yeah, no, uh, me too, man. I'm proud of all the episodes, but um, I'm I'm proud of that one for very specific reasons. Um, but uh, number number nine is 1986 Terror Vision. Now, that was fun because for me personally, that was kind of a way to sort of work out my personal trauma with uh, with that movie in particular. <laughs> if you guys remember, uh, I, I kind of had I, I grew up with my very close to my grandpa. So like seeing the grandpa in, in the movie get killed and stuff really, really sort of fucked me up. But you know, watching it again. And then of course, like interviewing Diane Franklin and talking about it and hearing her love for the movie and everything really just kind of made me appreciate that movie. But, but more so one thing that this is not on my top list, but I will say personally, this, I think this was probably the movie where I, I kind of was like, Oh, I see, I see what Zach's going to bring to the table with this. You know, like, like you're just immense knowledge of, of just my God, God, man, you're like a goddamn encyclopedia. I, I throw a name at you, and you're like, "Oh, that guy was in this. That guy was in that." And I can't compete. That's that's your thing on this podcast, and that's 
amazing. You're just like a freaking walking Wikipedia page for everything. I like to get into like the the mythos, the the story, the world that the the movie inhabits and, and stuff, which I think I kind of shined on the hardware episode. But but sure. but with yeah. you, this kind of this episode sort of really solidified in my head. I was like. Holy shit, Zach! First off, I was like, "Well, I can't compete with Zach in that category," and uh, and also it just kind of like solidified. I was like, "This is a good balance." Like you and I, like what we bring to the yeah. table isn't the same thing. We bring two different things to the table, and then I think we thus make a better product because of it. Well, that was one of our first episodes we ever did. Uh, yeah. I think it was like our fourth episode, and. Yeah, I, j- just to let everybody know, 90% of the time, the knowledge that I'm dropping has not been looked up prior on IMDb. It's just straight up out of my head. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm 44, so <laughs> I'm losing some of it a little bit, uh, being a, a dad and having a million jo- jobs going on in the in the stratosphere. But uh, but yeah, most of that stuff is is just from you know, growing up in front of the TV, like Corey did as well. I just absorbed it a little bit differently. And he, and I, I, he tooted it and I'll toot it again. Just the fact that, you know, your world building is extensive. And when we talk about hardware, we'll, we'll talk about that too. And I am so blown away by that, but, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> like that TerraVision was just yet another, every movie I pick for the most part, uh, 99% of the ones I choose, are because I love them already. I don't think I've chosen one movie yet that I'm unfamiliar with. Um, The only one I toe dipped on, like I was not the least familiar one I saw was strange, uh, you know, uh, dead kids. Yeah. And so, uh, but outside of that, every movie I choose, I know pretty damn well. Uh, And yeah, that movie allowed us to get Diane Franklin. That movie allowed us to, you know, go deeper and know, and, and knowing in just the fact that we had her on the show, like after that and to say, yeah, we broke this movie down and she's, and she's such a great guest. Uh, you know, just icing on the cake. Yeah. Number exactly, nine. man. That was, man. She was, she was awesome. She check out that interview guys. She's so great. Uh, number eight, this one. Oh God. Cyborg baby. <laughs> oh man. This I will is... say cyborg is, is probably, the only movie we've done so far that I can safely say uh, has very little redeeming qualities about it. Yeah, dude, man, we it both, really does. We both went into that movie like I, I, I think if I remember correctly, I think I was I picked it, but I was I was a little bit yeah. more. It was more my thing growing up. Uh, we both like JCVD, um, but Cyborg love, was more love mine. JCVD. Yeah, exactly. But boy, oh boy, did. Man, I really, that, I wanted that movie to, to be so good. And watching it and everything, I was like, huh, well, this is, uh, <laughs> this was unexpected. Uh, but we haven't heard yeah, any it's... negative, like, feedback on it or whatever. But boy, oh boy, anytime I sort of, like, do a post about it to kind of, you know, put it out there, everyone's like, oh, man, I love Cyborg. I'm like, oh, I go, love Cy- go yeah. listen to our review. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to. This is one of the few times that I'll actually uh, burst a few bubbles. It's not good. And whatever you think is good about it, like, it's really not good. I'm sorry. I, I try to be as diplomatic as possible and, fi- and, like we said, find that nugget. But this is really there, – there if you turn the sound off and you just look at the visuals, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's <laughs> what it is. I'll give you that. 
but man, yeah, on the on the FB canon uh, pages or whatever, the, someone puts up a cyborg thing and people are like, oh my god, people lose their, their shit, PC. dude. And I'm like, really? That's his best one? Really? When you have so many others to choose from? JCVD has never been a good actor, but he's always he's done some movies surrounded by really good actors. This is not one of them. No. When he's the best actor in a movie, that is not a good sign. <laughs> good point. Just yeah, no, that's uh, that that honestly that says it all right there, dude. That says it all. When JCVD is the best actor in the your entire movie. You're in for a rough ride. <laughs> You're a hard target. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Uh, number seven is uh, was I think I guess the it was your it was your your first movie. It was Class of 1984, and it was also the first time I had ever seen that movie. And thus, what turned what started out as a podcast uh, about us reminiscing about movies that we loved kind of turned into a podcast of Zach introducing Corey to movies that he'd never seen before. And honestly, I am a-okay with that because I'm Corey and I get to enjoy new movies now, you know? But but um, that was... I loved that movie so much, mainly for uh, Stegman, the the, protag- the antagonist in the film. Yeah. And uh, boy, oh boy, was... It, I'll just say, like... You know, I started off with heavy metal and then you dropped this and I was like, oh, man, this is this is not going the way I foresaw it going, but in a good way. Like like I realized right away that Zach was going to do movies that are just perfect. I mean, perfect, guys. I I think I got I'm probably a little bit more mainstream. Zach's definitely more of the cult in the cult movie uh, uh, arena. So, man, thank you for like. Right away, right at the your first movie, just you knocked it out of the park. The only thing I would have maybe maybe if Tough Turf came first, like you know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, like I couldn't think of a more perfect start from you. Oh well, I, I thank you, dude. That's that's such a sweet thing to say. I appreciate it. I yeah, this was the first appearance of me uh, exposing my love of exploitation films. Uh, and also in probably introducing you to my childhood trauma uh, uh, stories. Uh, <laughs> I think so a little bit. I threw a little bit, a little in there. Uh, but yeah, this movie was near and dear to my heart for many reasons. And I chose it as the first one out the out of the gate to, to yeah, to show you my cards, basically. Like, this is what you're going to get with me on the, on this show. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go obscure. I don't consider that movie to be totally obscure, but for a mainstream audience, it's obscure. And yeah, I'm proud of it, dude. I I love, I love everything about that movie holds up T to B. Um, You know, I'll stand by it. I'll stand by all my movies in some way. I'll justify why I like them in some way. (laughs) Bro, I, I love, I mean, it's so far, truly the only two movies that, you know, we didn't like was Cyborg. That was my pick. And then Night of the Comet was also my pick. But that was, I picked that one because uh, I knew that we neither, you and I both didn't like it. And we kept getting so many requests for it that I was just like, we just need to put this to bed, you know, and, and just move on from it. But for a while, like everyone was just like, hey, when are you going to do Night of the Comet? Hey, when are you going to do Night of the Comet? I was just like tired of being like, uh, me and Zach don't really like Night of the Comet, you know? So, <laughs> so it was funny because we actually went into that movie knowing that, you know? Um, yeah. but other than that, dude, every movie you've picked, uh, like even Dead Kids, man, like, like, 
I think I was it's it's so weird like in the grand scheme of, of podcasting after dark my enthusiasm for dead kids was maybe a little bit lukewarm but but in yeah. the grand scheme of things that's still like a 7.5 out of a 10 you know like i still had so much fun with that movie that movie still left an impression on me um i still i, I now listen to that song to kind of get pumped up so I, I love yeah. that i love that 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 scene i just i dance like i the fact that I've only seen that movie once, and that was to review this movie, that reviewed it, review it with you, and it made such an impact on me that I dance in the shower like Dan Shore, you know, <laughs> uh, hopefully I don't fall, um, but I dance in the shower like Dan Shore in the party scene listening to that song, and it, dude, that's like, that says so, so much. Honestly, uh, uh, I, I think that movie actually stuck with me a lot more than I thought it was going to. Um, it, it's, we're not even talking about that movie right now, but the point well, is that-, that so far, everything you've suggested man everything you've brought to the table has been so much goddamn fun well that's all intentional on my end like every movie that i choose for this for this podcast it it may not it may not be uh from from beginning to end flawless but i choose a movie that has something in it that's going to stay with you Mm -hmm. some aspect of the movie there's always a backstory in my mind this will give you like everyone listening a little knowledge on where i go with my choices Every movie I choose, there's a reason for it, um, as there are with you too. But I think with me, a lot of it comes from like a, a childhood experience. Um, and so, and it could be just one scene. That movie in particular was that one scene. And obviously the Tangerine Dream soundtrack, which said like I had always envisioned doing that in the keep. And that was always my intention. Um and then the next movie I chose, it has a connection to that too in a weird way. But um, that's, yeah, every every time I choose a movie, it's it's because they're, I, it has something that will stay with you. And I'm glad it resonates with people. It's awesome. It makes me feel like, you know, makes me feel like I'm not all alone in this world. <laughs> I'm not. You're just definitely kidding. not, buddy. You got me with you, my man, yeah. the entire way. Yeah. To the end of the line, baby, to the end of the line. End um, of the line. But I'm with you, man. Like, everything means something. And that's why number six was the first movie that I did, or, or our first movie period, which is Heavy Metal, 1981, because that movie is so important to me. And the funny thing is, in the back of my head, I was like, I want this to be the first movie that we do. But at the same time, knowing that any artistic endeavor is only going to get better over time, I also knew it was going to be probably our worst review. And I'm not saying that it's bad, (laughs) but it's just because it was our first one. We we didn't, you know, we were kind of finding our our groove and everything. So I was like, oh, man. So going into it and, and just being like, you know, we're both older. You and I are in our 40s. Like, we know how artistic endeavors are going to work, you know? And and so just yeah. knowing that, that, I was like, man, this is probably going to be the weakest episode because it's our first one. But at the same time, I was like, I, I got to put it here. I have to start it with this one because I almost feel like my path that I went on in life kind of started with this movie, you know? And, and That's awesome. It, my sleazy path, I should say, started with <laughs> heavy metal. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I love it, man. That, that movie is near and dear to my heart. Yeah, I, I, I echo your sentiment in the sense that it was our first episode. I had no idea necessarily what I was doing. But we were just kind of trial by fire. You know, yeah. <laughs> I think you even said that you're like, let's just see how this goes. And we can always, you know, tweak things as, as, it, as it goes on. And um, I still had fun. Nevertheless, nevertheless. But uh, yeah, it was definitely one of those episodes where I was like, OK, 
I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> now I do. You know, now going into every episode now, I'm like, okay, they got my talking points or whatever. Yeah. But then I was like, I don't know what's what's happening. What's happening? It didn't turn it's, out everyone seems to really enjoy it. So isn't it amazing what like a year will will do? You know, just like just becoming more comfortable. I mean, obviously it didn't take a year. It took barely any time. But like, I know that we've gotten better throughout time. And and the cool thing is, I know that each our each episode keeps getting better because freaking I I edit them and you edit the uh yeah. the interviews after dark to, just to let you guys know, uh I edit the proper episodes. Uh Zach edits um the interviews, he edits um any of the watch lists that he does. Um so so we kind of we have a really really clean good division of of labor here on this podcast. I I it's it's honestly it's really great as far as like artist artistry goes and everything it's really nice to have a very a, a partner that 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 puts in as much work as you know as you do and everything and it's it's really nice but um yeah man it's you know it's I, I do feel like we're getting better as we're going along so that's a good thing but I, I do hope that people go back and listen to these earlier episodes and and enjoy them because I think there's a lot of good stuff in them yeah I agree I agree and hopefully you know encourages you to check the movie out again revisit it Exactly. And that's honestly when when my wife tells me uh, the the movies that she the the episodes she picked are the ones that made her want to go back and rewatch the movie. I told her with, you know, without me being her husband, I was like, that is honestly the highest compliment you could give us by saying that after you listen to our review, you want to go back and rewatch that movie. That's the best thing I could possibly hear. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Thanks, Myra. Thank you, Myra. The next movie is, I think, this is going to be weird to say, but I think this is the movie that made me fall in love with our podcast. Like, it's some, you know, this podcast is something we created from the get-go, and this is like our fifth or our sixth movie, but this is where I think I fell in love with the podcast, and that is 1985's Tough Turf. It's in my top three. It's... Oh, it was, it's in my top five and it was almost in my top three, but dude, man, watching this movie, I didn't know what to expect or whatever, but like, boy, oh boy, was it a blast, like uh, a beginning to end, just a freaking awesome movie. And I, unfortunately, I think at the time this was, uh, it was so early on that we, Zach and I weren't doing the, the giving each other the, the movie thing. So I think I watched it on YouTube and my wife and I have been, been dying to just yeah. kind of rewatch it on, <laughs> on Blu-ray. Uh, cause, cause now that I have it, um, it's it, guys, if you haven't seen it yet, man, it is such a fun film. James Spader just freaking rocks in it. And, uh, Kim Richards, Holy macaroni, what a hottie. And if you only if you only know her from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, please go back and watch Tough Turf because boy oh boy. Boy oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it that that movie again was another one that I'm like I know this is honestly when I choose a movie, I don't necessarily I mean, I hope that people will enjoy it, but I don't go in with it thinking I'm going to choose this because I know people will like it. I'm going to I choose every 100% of my movies because I love them all like my little babies. And, uh, I love tough turf dude. Like that movie it's, it's a, that epitomizes cult classic where people, you mentioned that movie that have never heard of it before. And they're like, wait, James Spader, Robert Downey Jr. Too. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. And then you do. And you're like, wait, this is a fusion. Uh, I can, I'll tell more, tell you a little more about it later, but, 
it's got everything you want. It's got everything you want. Everything you want, man. Everything. It's freaking awesome. I love that movie, dude. And like I said, it's true. Like I, I think I do think that was when I fell in love with this podcast. I was like, this is awesome. I'm freaking watching movies I've never seen before, and they're awesome. Like you know, they're getting curated by Zach, so like I don't have to like sift through garbage, and I just get to get right to the good shit. You know. Well, I tell you, as a fan of film, as and always have been as since I was a little kid. And then when I moved down to LA and obviously the Egyptian theater was my first introduction of like, um, down in LA seeing movies back old school movies back up on the big screen. Uh, I did that in the Bay area as well, but then, you know, that was my first introduction, which was fantastic because they bring out actors and you know directors and talk about it. I'm like, this is so cool. Right. But then the new Beverly cinema, uh, before it was owned by Quinn Tarantino, um, and, and it, and it was like, they do grindhouse Tuesday nights. And I thought I, I was watching, you know, movies I'd never even heard of before and just blown away or sometimes totally bored out of my mind, depending <laughs> on what they chose. But watching that going, man, I want to be that guy. I want to do the thing. I want to show people movies that I love that I, that maybe they've never seen before. I want to do that. That looks like fun. You know, I want to show cool trailers and shit like that. Not not in like a jealous way, but like in an envious way, like, wow, that is, that looks like so much fun. Um, and so, yeah, this is again, like, this is so much fun to me because I get to introduce you to movies you've never seen before. Um, you know, it's all good stuff. I love it, man. It's, it's fun for me too. Cause I get to watch awesome movies that I've never seen yeah. before. Now I will say that, um, kind of early on, I started to become a little self-conscious about the fact that, uh, I didn't feel <laughs> like my, uh, my, my knowledge was up to par with, with you and you know, whether that's, you know, right or wrong, it's still nice that I'm, I have a partner in you that challenges me to, to try to improve myself. And I was like, you know what? This is this is my this is my job. I am a full time podcaster. Podcast After Dark is is not is not the only podcast that I do, but this is my baby. <laughs> it's our baby. This is this is the one I love. It's your baby. It's, you created it. I know, but it take it took both of us, buddy. So it's it's definitely our baby. But uh, but man, it's like oh, dude, I just I I love it, man. I really really do. I really do. And I, I just what? couldn't. And the fact that like, dude, here right when you walk into my apartment, the first thing you see is my podcasting after dark movie library and it's every movie that we've done in order all the blu-rays and i have a podcast after dark sticker like sort of like right in the middle you know to kind of designate what it is and anytime someone comes over it's the first thing i show them and as an artist of the of 42 years i will say to you zach with from the bottom of my heart Podcast After Dark is the best thing I've ever done, and it's not, and that's, awesome. that's not me though. It's like it's it's because of you, like it's because I'm doing it with you. But it's the best like thing that I've ever fucking worked on, created in, in my entire life. It's what I'm the most proud of, like ever. So I just I just want to put that on tape. I just want to put that out there and, and let you know. And it's not a lie, bro. It's not a fucking lie. I am so beyond proud of this show i i live and breathe podcasting after dark my my wife will tell you i have no other interest it's all it's all i do but I, real quick i just wanted to say that I, I take it so seriously that i've just been doing nothing but like trying to watch 
movies, uh, you know, in the meantime, you know, cult movies, I'll just go on Amazon, just go through things and be like, hey, Zach, I'm watching this right now. And you're like, oh, man, you're in for a treat, you know, and shit like yep. that. But I'm just like, I'm trying to catch up. I want to, I want to, I'm taking this seriously. I, I want to be the best cult movie reviewer I can possibly be. And I couldn't do this without you. So I just, I want to just step my game up too, you know? Well, I, I secretly love no longer a seeker because I'm revealing it on the show. Uh, I secretly love the fact that you are not familiar with these movies because I love seeing your reaction. If you had seen all these movies already, it would be like a, you know, Oh yeah, I like that part too. Or, oh yeah, I love introducing stuff like this to you. And bro, like it this is you know, you and I both are doing everything we want to be doing in life right now. We are and it ain't easy, folks. You know, when you do what you love, there's struggles here here and there and you've got to make sacrifices and choices, but if you but if you continue on this path, I can guarantee you it it is worth it. Um, I guess I'm a polygamist because I have two wives, you know, mm. and, and I equally love them the same, uh, because podcasting after dark fulfills one side of my personality and my other podcast, $2 late fee f- fulfills the other. Uh, and I'm sure Dustin will listen to this. And he's like, what about me? What about me? Come on, mention, <laughs> mention me. Uh, who, by, by the way, who, who's the one who, you know, hooked us up with Mike. He knows Mike and, and that's all, you know, so, uh, thank you, Dustin, for doing all that too. But, uh, but yeah, it's like, I've two, these, I'm a Gemini, man. I've got two personalities. I've got my, my like cute little eighties, uh, teen crush boy thing going on. And then I got my dark and dirty dungeon of doom on the <laughs> other, you know, angel and devil. And, um, uh, so I'm, here happy it is. To, like, I'm happy to be your devil, buddy, your sleazy devil. But it's like, but you know, and it's funny because it, going into this podcast originally, I was like, look, I, I was a kindergarten for teacher for 15 years. Uh, I've got for, for, for the most part, a pretty squeaky clean, um, backstory resume. And I was a little hesitant at first. Cause I'm like, I don't want to do anything too. That's too risque too. Like, I don't want to do anything X rated. And we even talked about that because it's just not my style. However, I'm a human being and multifaceted and there is no person on this planet earth who is one thing you've got. You're a, everybody is a fucking mosaic. You know, you're, 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 you're made up of, you know, a million different little molecules and atoms. So you've got all these little personalities. This is exposing a side of me that I am super proud of. You know, I wear my podcasting after dark t-shirt with pure joy, Marie Kondo joy. My (laughs) six year old son wears his rad, you know, Dan Parker doodles, uh, illustrated t-shirt that we both got from T public by the way. And it's a great merchandise store and they have sales every now and then I'm just letting you know, they They have like really cool sales. They do. Uh, but you know, and he's got a giant pillow from our, from our one year (laughs) print on his bed. And, you know, Kristen is like, Oh man, more stuff. And Bodie's like, I love it. He went to sleep hugging that pillow tonight. I swear to God, he's got his face nuzzled into it, you know? And and like, he doesn't listen to the show and and the movies that we do on the show, he has no connection with, uh, and he knows fright night, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) Uh, he he doesn't know he's never seen it by the way. I'm just letting everyone know, but you know, he, but he loves like he, people will pick up on the energy 
that you have. If you have positive energy and you put out positive energy, you will attract positive energy from other people. If it's negative, then you're going to attract shit people. It's yep. just, it's fact. Yep. It's fact. It's fact. It's fact. Yep. And, and he and picks real- up on the energy. Oh yeah. Oh, I was, I was just gonna, I was just gonna tack onto what you were saying uh, earlier about being apprehensive. I, I totally sort of knew that going in, you know, because knowing your background, and then you know, knowing my background, which is essentially, uh, I worked an adult, uh, adult like as in um, doing like adult websites and stuff. I, I wasn't actually in, um, you know, the movies or anything, but <laughs> I, I have no qualms at all about sleaziness because, as you guys have heard on the podcast yeah. before, I'm you know, uh, worked at an adult video store forever. I mean, I, I've one of the porniest friends that I know is, is me, you know, but what I like (laughs) is, you know, Zach keeps me like without you, I would have just spun off into pure sleaze and, and in doing so, I don't think I would have been as, as, you know, marketable or, or have as broad an audience as as I do. And I, I like the fact that I have to, I don't ever censor myself at all that there's nothing you, and you never, and don't get me wrong. You've never, ever, ever once asked me to tone anything down or censor anything. Um, but, you know, knowing you and not wanting to just, you know, make you, you know, feel bad or feel weird, you know, like uh, and uncomfortable about a subject matter, it, it makes me want to just, you know, do a better job and, and, and talk about sleazy things in an, in an unsleazy manner, you know? Like, uh, yeah. you can do that. You don't have to always be sleazy to talk about sleazy things. And and I like well, that. That's... You've, you've helped me. You've helped me grow as a person, I think. <laughs> well, that, 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 I guess that ultimately that was my point is that, you know, uh, that my, my little, my little guy is like vibes off the fact that I enjoy the shit out of this show. And, 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 but he has no, you know, negative dark connection to any of yeah. anything that we t- discuss. And because, because I, uh, you know, presented in a way it's like, this is fun, you know, and someday you will see some of these movies when you're a, a teenager or a young adult, yeah. like it's all good. And you may not like them. You might like them, but he's, he's stoked for me, you know? And so that's pretty badass. Uh, so that was, you know, that's the button on the, the end of my story. Uh, yeah. No, dude. what's the next one? <laughs> the next one is <laughs> number four is 1988's return of the living dead Two. Now oh, going yeah. into that movie, I think, I'm not going to speak for you, um, but I, I think you kind of have the same sentiments. I kind of enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to walking away from it because we all know that it's just, it's or we think we know that it's not as good as the original. But if you start like you know breaking the pieces apart and not looking at things as a comparison to the original, I think that you find there's a lot to like about Return of the Living Dead Part Two, especially if you look at it through the lens of the fact that it's it's a kid adventure movie similar to Goonies, but not at all like a horror movie, you know? And and I think I really enjoyed that because that the, us reviewing Return of the Living Dead Part 2 made me re-fall in love with Return of the Living Dead Part 2, which is which was a movie that I enjoyed a lot as a kid. Yeah, I think my only uh, criticism uh, was the fact that, you know, we didn't do it uh, we did this one prior to finding like the best quality 
version of the movie on DVD or Blu-ray. Uh, so I ended up watching the Amazon version that had the, the, the different set music in it, which took away from it. But that is not nothing to do with our podcast. I, I loved it and I love breaking it down and I still love that movie. Um, actually, I'll love it more when I get a proper version of it. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's because the version on Amazon sucks. Don't watch that one. I'm seriously don't don't hurt your I you know, I uh, I talked about wildlife on my other podcast and it it, music is such a, you know, integral part uh, to a movie. And if it's altered in some way. Shit, I used to love 21 Jump Street, and that came out on DVD, the box set. And I'm so stoked. It was one of the first box sets I ever purchased was every episode of 21 Jump Street. I couldn't wait to watch. And all of the commercial songs that they had on the show were gone. And I'm like, with this like weird, random, like weird Seinfeld shit. And I think that happened on Supernatural. Like, if you buy the DVDs of the first couple seasons. Well, yeah, because Supernatural had like the first season had like back in black and stuff. And then they lost the rights for it. So now when you stream it, it's it's not the same thing. But if you buy the the DVD, like the old DVDs of of Supernatural season one, and I say old because that shows like freaking 15 years old now, um, they actually have, you know, the back and black and all the the licensed songs and everything and i think return of the living dead one had had uh, an issue as well with its uh soundtrack until yep. until scream factory i guess you know threw enough money at whomever um that was also an issue with uh heavy metal way back in the day before it came out on yep. on dvd or whatever or vhs was took forever for the get them to get the licensed rights to the music so i think man it's musical rights are always the fucking thing that holds i think holds movies back from getting released yeah it's an old story and there's a million unfortunately a million a million of them um but yeah it's such a bummer man it's it just takes away from it that's why places like i offer ebay now uh you can find bootlegs and i'm not saying you should go out and buy a bootleg i'm not saying that at all but i'm saying they're out there uh if you want to get the product like wkrp in cincinnati man so you know is that is that does that also have the musical issue too i'm I'm pretty sure from what I heard that the Shout Factory box set does not have the original songs on it. Bullshit, man. Dude, yeah. I was watching Married with Children, I think on Crackle a couple of years ago, and they don't have the goddamn rights to the love and marriage. And let what? me tell you, let me tell you, like, For you, you think song? that you, you think because well, it's Frank Sinatra. So you, you would think yeah, that like. Yeah. Like, like, oh, what oh, big deal. It's just the opening. Man, you know how much that fucks you up when you're watching the opening and it's not even like, it's not even like a cover of Love and Marriage. It's something else. And you're like, well, Dude, this is shite. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, you know I'm a huge wrestling, pro wrestling fan. Like, have always been a huge pro wrestling fan. Old school. And the WWE acquired, like, ECW and WCW and NWA and when they did, they didn't acquire the licensing to some of the songs. So uh, there's a there's a tag team, the Samoan SWAT team in the NW. You'll appreciate this in the NWA. They used to come out to um, uh, the Halloween theme oh, from cool. John Carpenter. Yeah. It was so badass, and they were they were you know a heel tag team. Uh, and Sting would come out to um, Search and Destroy, and uh, like the is it Search and Destroy? It, it was like a Metallica song. Anyways, um, like all these old school songs that 
Now they're not on there anymore. So they've got this generic shit playing on the end. And it's not the same, dude. Yeah. Like when the wrestler comes out from the, from the behind the curtains, you yeah. know, and the crowd's going nuts. It's all muffled. Like it's part of the game, you know, it's part of the yeah. show. So, and, and it's like you said, it's like some Seinfeld bullshit. And by the way, I love Seinfeld. Listen to Cartwright of Seinfeld so podcast. I. But like when, it, when, when you're expecting something else and you get, and you're like, uh, what is this bullshit? Yeah. yeah like man. generic Muzak type shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. Fuck that, man. Although it just highlights the the fact that like if you are gonna make a, a TV show, just cut your own intro song. You know that that way you'll always have the rights to it. Yep, yeah, and and that goes for podcasts too. If you're gonna go, you know, you know, fortunately we have uh, license free stuff that we put on our show, and yeah. like with my other show, I got the permission of the guy who actually owns the song. So uh, you know, if you want to do that, if you're putting music on your show. Because apparently that's kind of a big deal now. Like, uh, there's a company or RIAA is cracking down yeah. on podcasts. Yeah, and, and this is the thing on, is like, like, seriously, no one's making money off this shit, you know? Except for Joe Rogan and uh, how <laughs> last, does this get made? And last podcast on the left, they they make yeah. a shit ton of money. Um, I, good for them. Like, good for I, them. You know, I hope we make that money one day. That's I. I always say it. I'm I'm always shooting for us to make the last uh, last podcast on the left money. That's 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 my goal. Oh, I, I know you're shooting for it too. You know it, baby. That means well. That means that we're gonna make that money. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're dude, shooting they make streams. Like, uh, <laughs> shooting ropes, baby. <laughs> Spider-Man style. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, on to number three, and and fifty-five yeah, minutes in, and I've already gotten sleazy. Uh, number three, baby. Nineteen eighty-five. Your pick, Fright Night. Yeah, dude. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean. It's it. That's that's one of my top movies too. I'm just saying. Um, but dude, like it's one of my all time favorite films of all the times, and I swear by it. It's I think it's the the best modern vampire tale ever, and I will fight somebody for it. I think I did in that episode because we. This is one of the few episodes where we kind of were going back and forth a little bit. You were not as I, big of a fan of it as I. I, I had am. a lot of problems with that movie, but. I still had fun with it. And it's weird yes. because it's 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 built up like in in the podcasting after dark mythos, it's been built up really, really big um, because of the whole Billy Cole thing. And, and people seem to really enjoy, you know, the whole Billy Cole wonderings that, that we both have. Um, and, yeah. and just our, our love for Billy Cole. Uh, everyone seems to sort of gravitate towards that. Um, but man, that was that was such a fun movie because it's one of those movies. Yeah, I had problems with it, but I had I had problems with it in a fun way. You know, like like it never detracted from my enjoyment of the film. And then for me, when I when I keyed in on the fact that that Jerry Dandridge and Billy Cole were the were the, actually the good guys, were the actual the heroes of the movie, and we're just watching uh, uh, Brewster and his and his goons uh, do their thing. You know, like I that's when it sort of clicked for me. I was like, oh wait. I actually do love this movie. It's 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 Brewster's who I hate. It's not. And the funny thing is, I think that's by design. I don't think that that's like a, a, a mess up or something. It's I think it's by design. And I mean, even even Tom Holland confirmed the fact that that Jerry yep. Dandridge is is the hero of the film, or or maybe could or could be conceived as the hero of the film, um, which was yep. awesome validation. Uh, you yep. know. But yeah, I, it's crazy that that uh, that episode got us uh, one of our first interviews for podcasting after dark with Stephen Jeffries, yep. who incidentally 
kind of became like a, a friend of mine um, through the process and just like a really good guy. And, and, you know, uh, we interviewed Jonathan Stark and, and both t- him and Tom Holland had nothing but nice things to say about Stephen Jeffries. Um, you know, I, he, he doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do one, especially he doesn't do one hour podcasts about our career retrospective. And we were able to get him on the show, um, because again, we were nice, uh, and, and, and he knew that we weren't trying to run an agenda on him, you know, just don't be negative and just be positive. Like there's enough, just, there's enough negativity in the world. Yeah. If you want to bring joy, you want to do something fun, make it fun, be fun, be cool. Just be cool. Like you said, be cool. Just be cool, man. Just be cool. And if you don't know how to do that, then don't get into this business. Yeah. Please. I don't know how to help you. I, I mean, honestly, like I learned when I first got to LA, um, I was a photography assistant, a photographer assistant at a photography studio. And, you know, uh, we shot people like uh, Birdman, uh, T.I., um, Ice-T, because we were shooting his wife, Coco. So, like, I would always bump into celebrities, and the first thing that my boss slash mentor slash friend told me was, you just got to be cool, man. You can't like you can't ask for autographs or these are just normal. They're just people. They're just people that have a different job than you do. And that's all it is. And honestly, once I never really had a problem with it. But like once you get it out of your head and just and just realize that these people are just people and everyone's just people, you can start communicating with them on a more personal and, and human level than just being like, oh, man, I love this. Now, that being said, I have I, I think I've improved over the the interviews after dark. If you listen to them, uh, the totally. ones that I'm on, if you listen to them in, in order, I was I'm terrified early on and I, I barely talk and I'm feeling more confident towards the end. Um, but, you know, it's just be they're just people, you know, so so that's that's all you got to remember. But, you know, that being said. Uh, we'll, we'll interview somebody that I'll just be completely gaga over and I'm just all of a sudden just uh and everything you know everything you that you know to do is just out the window because you're just like oh my god I can't believe I'm talking to Tom <laughs> Matthews you know what I mean like I can't believe well, let's that be that's honest. happening let's be honest too guys like we're having somebody on the show it's because we're a fan of their work and and if we're a fan of their work we're gonna say nice things about them <laughs> and we're gonna tell them how much we love the things that they do. We're not, um, I was going to say Charlie Rose, but I guess you can't use him as a reference anymore, unfortunately, whatever the, oh, well. Um, but yeah, you know, we're, we're not doing like, this is, we're fans of this stuff. So we're going to get people on that we enjoy. You know, when people say, you know, do this movie or, or have this person on your show, we appreciate that. Trust us. We do, because that means a lot. You're obviously listening and you're a fan. But at and, the end of the day, if you want us to have them on the show and you know how to get in touch with them, yeah, you know, let it that that would help. That would actually help go go a long way to get to getting them on totally. the show. Totally. Yes. That that was <laughs> that's my point. Like it, yeah, if you know somebody, that's cool. That's totally cool. Um but also at the end of the day, we're going to have people on that we admire. Uh case in point Stephen Kostansky. Like yeah. he uh, he he's I think he, I personally think and I I think you do too. I'm just going to speak for you. I think he's on he is one of the future huge directors of this, of the genre that we love. Uh, he's just getting started guys. And I feel like back, you know, 
10 years from now, we're going to say, yep, we knew him when, and hopefully we're chilling on his couch watching robot jocks. Uh, you know, when, when, and that, when that time comes, man, every time he likes you hear something that, we post, I know. Yeah, I know. Every time he likes something we post, I'm like, Oh man, that's so cool. He's my buddy. I know. Dude. Man. I, I just got, I got eliminators on Blu-ray, uh, because he talked it up. I was just like, I forgot about that movie. It's, it's, it's eliminators with, the dungeon master. Oh shit! Duel. It's like the terror. Uh, that that's it's gonna be uh, discontinued eventually. But you know the terror vision and video whatever the yeah garbage the was video on the, uh, video of dead yeah dead, that. Ugh, but this says dungeon master with uh, the dude from lead singer from Wasp as yeah. the, one of the the villain and Richard Mull and then uh, the Eliminators. So come on with and, Denise and, Crosby from Star Trek and the Eliminators we mentioned during the Cyborg review because we <laughs> we have a whole list of movies of Wasteland movies that had well Eliminators isn't quite Wasteland but no wait that was right that's not the Exterminator yeah yeah, yeah that, that, that one Wasteland um, you're thinking of Exterminator yeah the one that it's uh, yeah you know which one I'm talking about the guy with the mask or something on it um, but yep. uh, there's such there was such great artwork for those movies um, yeah and, and that was one of them the Eliminators that's the guy with the, the tank tread legs right yes yeah so that was of of the like of the mad max ripoff wasteland movies that was in the top five that i would rent a lot uh, up there with obviously mad max um cyborg because when you're a kid you just like stupid shit uh the the eliminators and uh defcon four and then you know maybe another one but uh it was one of them that that i watched a lot as a kid haven't seen it since so if you want to throw it on you should the, buy it the, you, you want me is that a hint is that a hint hint i no, i'm just saying you should well i won't throw it on because i think it's rated pg but uh, okay. okay uh but but i would buy it it was only 12 bucks on amazon so is, for, is for it hold Blu-ray, up double, hell yeah dude okay nice that's honestly, it's entertaining that's good to hear. it's funny it's that's good to hear yeah it's great all right. Well, thanks to Steven. Thanks to Steve Kostansky. <laughs> thanks, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, we are on to our final two. Uh, number two is 1985 Return of the Living Dead. Not a surprise there that that's one of our top ones. Such a, it's a, it's it, that, that's one of the movies that we did, you, cho- you chose. And I'm like, I mean, this is, this is almost like a mainstream horror film yeah. at this point because it's so popular. But I loved going down taking it apart like you did and uh it was so much fun yeah this was when i i kind of realized like okay my role is sort of the the mainstream guy and the, the way i sort of look at it especially you know looking at these numbers and everything and and obviously the mainstream stuff is the stuff that gets the most play um but I, i'm like okay maybe this is my role because at the time i was like man zach is just killing me with his knowledge and everything and i was feeling a little uh and, and by the way zach you know i don't want you to feel bad about any uh, anything that i'm saying but like it's true like i want to deliver a good product i want to you know uh, uh be true to the fans and everything and 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 i'm always open about everything i think that's the best way to to podcast so you know i was honestly feeling like a little like oh man like am i am i the right fit for zach like you, you know what i mean like it's actually doing this with somebody else but then i realized i think i I think what i bring to the table is the mainstream shit gets people to to check us out like i mean let me tell you first off i have a love hate affair with uh return living dead part one that episode had a technical issue that caused me to it took like 13 hours to edit that episode now granted i have tools now that would allow me to edit those same technical issues faster but i had to figure those tools out on return of the living dead part three but i was like you know what i need 
to spend the time on it because I think this is going to do well. Like, I think this is going to get a lot of listens. And sure enough, and, and seeing it, you know, a year later, it's number two on the list. I'm like, I am glad I spent those 13 hours working on that episode. But let me tell you, Zach, will, Zach knows it was a fucking nightmare to edit that episode. But I'm glad I took yeah. the time to do it because – I I think it's it's episode it's it's episodes like this one in our number one. I think people come to our show like sometimes they'll find us because of these, and then I hope that later on their favorite episodes are you know Dead Kids or or Tough Turf or something. You know, like I, I hope that like they find us because of Return of the Living Dead, but then they discover uh, uh, Dead Kids because of us. You know, like type of thing. So so I realized that 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 was my role that I was bringing to the table was sort of the the mainstream cult uh, uh, role. And what a great role it is. <laughs> it's a role that I guess needs to be filled, right? <laughs> yes. I, it is, you, you, can, you can fill that hole. And, and guys and gals, again, if, if you, if, <laughs> thanks to the delay, it took me a second for that to, to hit my ears. <laughs> no, that was intentional. That was intentional delay. <laughs> that, was a good one. that was a good one. Um, and and if you guys are, are you know listening to this as like and you're thinking about doing a podcast or you are doing a podcast, another thing that I would recommend: find a partner that compliments you. You know, and 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 obviously a, a friend is good. You know, ha- having a friend obviously is great uh, that you guys are friends. But make sure they compliment you. Don't don't partner up with somebody that has all the same things that you do. You know, Zach and I very much. Uh, he picks up the things that I I can't handle, and I handle the shit that he's not good at. So it's like find somebody that compliments your 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 weaknesses with their strengths and you'll be a, be unfucking stoppable truly find another spoon that fits another spoon in the silverware drawer <laughs> don't put a spoon and a fork together cuz it just doesn't look good in the silverware drawer they got to fit fucking i hate i hate a messy silverware drawer man <laughs> dude did you ever see that 21 jump street episode where they, they were it was a college hazing one where uh, they had to take. They had to put silverware in the right order, in a certain order, in the and and then, and if they made a mistake, they had to take a shot every single time, <laughs> or they had shotgun a beer. So it was Johnny Depp and Peter DeLuise at this college, and I just remember this one of my favorite episodes where they just it was so intense because they had to get the silverware right. And as a kid, I think I was like twelve or thirteen, and I'm just envisioning like have to put silverware in the right order. So, anyways, sorry. <laughs> I will. I just want to drop another Twenty One Jump Street reference. My my dad's mom was a very like a a, a proper Southern uh, woman, and boy oh boy did did she like make sure that all the proper silverware you know went in the right order and everything oh, and, yeah, and all course. that kind of Dude. stuff. Oh man, yeah, it's a whole other podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's that's my dad's trauma, not mine. So yes, <laughs> all right. Dude, number one, man. Oh man, do people keep. Listening to this episode, people keep fucking hitting us up about it, which is great. I love it. People, it's just, it, it's like, it's, but it's just an episode that just keeps on giving. And that is 1982's The Thing. I mean, there's, there's every reason, makes sense. Every reason why, you know? And you know what it gave me? Carpal tunnel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I broke that movie down 
while my while I was watching it with my wife, and this was back before I've made the conscious effort of I'm just gonna watch every pad movie twice, essentially, uh, one time for funsies, and then one time you know to break it down or whatever. And having to break that movie down, uh, I think it was about 13 pages, same amount of pages as Mallrats, and I didn't pause it because I didn't want to interrupt my wife's sort of experience watching the movie, and it was literally the most painful process of this entire year's endeavor of this podcast like physical pain in my hand trying to take notes as fast as possible to break that fucking movie down i think and i think too that movie and you did an excellent really excellent job doing that on that movie but i think that was the first time that uh you chose a movie that i was equally a fan of like on par the same level. So I took probably the most notes when I didn't have to take notes, you know, because I loved it so much because I love it so much. So yeah, I I get, but I get, I get it. You break down a movie like nobody's business. You're just a pro when it comes to that. You're just a a breakdown, breakdown biatch. Uh, (laughs) Just I'm seriously, I'm just so I'm, I'm blown away by it, dude. And, um, you know, like you said, find a, find a partner you can compliment with. We compliment each other. Um, so, you know, what do you keep taking care of business? That's what, uh, that's the motto. <laughs> just, just taking care of business. <laughs> but, oh man, I, I think, I think we got a ton of new listeners with the thing, man. I think, and I, and I think it's, and I don't think it, I know it. It's an episode that people listen to multiple times, which is just, that's crazy to me to think that like someone would listen to us for three hours and then to choose to <laughs> listen to us for six hours, like the same thing twice. That is insane to me. I, I, I'm blown away by that. Well, I appreciate when we get messages from everybody, but like, you know, Robert Ortiz is always writing us such, such nice things, mm-hmm. man. On Facebook or, or 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 through Messenger or whatever, and uh, you know it, it's just it's cool when you connect with people because here it is, the, these movies are fringe movies like they they some of these movies uh, some of the people that are fans of these movies feel alienated because they don't feel like they can connect. I'm not saying Robert Ortiz does at all. I'm just I've just given him a shout out earlier. But I'm saying personally and I know I know people feel alienated. They feel embarrassed to share some of these movies with with uh with people in their lives because maybe they don't want to get made fun of. Like I got made fun of for a lot of movies that I chose back in the day. I don't care anymore cuz I'm definitely elevated from that bullshit. But if this is speaking to people who can't be themselves, can't be authentic, and and I get it. It's hard, like depending on whether your home life is like that or your job situation where you can't be your true self and say, I love this movie. You know, I love Life Force or whatever. And oh, yeah, why? You know, you're going to beat it all the time, man. Yeah, yes. Like, no, yes. it's like the answer is yeah. for Life Force. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, not to get not to get too like, uh, you know, uh, dramatic or whatever, but like that's one of the reasons why we why we love doing this too is because it's connecting with people that that maybe this brings like s- some serious joy and they can go oh these dudes like totally get me man like to totally relate yeah. and maybe yeah. maybe you don't relate to everybody in this world you know and so i didn't for the longest time now i don't give a shit cuz but i i have enough friends or i have enough love surrounding me in my life that i don't have to worry about that shit anymore but there was a time when i did 
and we all have been there. And and to add to that, I, I'd say that like you know we like to provide a safe space. You know, uh, we don't tolerate any negativity on our posts. Uh, you know, uh, I I kind of run the Instagram page, so if anything pops up, uh, uh, you know, comment wise negative, and and by the way, that rarely ever happens. But if it does. I'm deleting it. I don't care. It's it's not. There's no free speech on our Instagram page. It's it's you bring positivity. If you don't like something, that's a cool. That's cool. And so it's cool for yeah. you to say you don't like it. But like if you're like gonna like do something like crazy negative and say like oh blah blah you know then we'll delete it. But I mean you know like normal conversation will will take that. You know like we'll talk to you if 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 you don't you know if you don't see eye to eye with us that's fine. I'm not gonna like you know delete a comment just because they don't agree. But we will not tolerate like just straight up negativity like you know just no. just bad energy that we won't tolerate and and you guys know the difference between disagreeing with somebody and and you know being negative energy so yeah that's like yeah. that dude like that dude with his aliens comment how dare <laughs> that guy that, my god that, I, that, i'm gonna bring that back every time i know i know how can you not <laughs> Dis- how can you dislike that movie like whatever I, and, and no. man i love you for defending that movie harder than i do and that's my number one favorite movie of all time bro and, and I yet will... zach's the one that'll go to like blows for aliens i almost feel like you're doing it for me <laughs> somebody somebody shit on the warriors the other day and i was like okay i mean you're entitled to your opinion you're wrong but you're entitled to your opinion okay. and aliens. I'm like, no, you, you can't shit on the uh, aliens at all. The warriors. I can see why some people don't like it. They're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Billy laugh, by the way. <laughs> I like it. That's good. Uh, hey, uh, so yeah, go ahead. All right. So let's uh, just real quick run through, run through our top episodes, you know, and, and you don't have to like dive in too, too, too deep, um, but as, as deep as you want. But um, I'll, I'll just throw out my wife's picks real quick. Um, so her top three picks in order. So three, two, one uh, is, well, I'll actually put number four because she, she really wanted me to say that um, her number four is the keep. She really liked that episode, and she really wants to rewatch that movie because of our discussion. So I was like, babe, that's the best compliment you could possibly give, truly. Yep. Um, but her I official, three, two, one, The Stuff, Fright Night, and The Thing. Nice. Yeah. Nice choice, Myra. Nice choices. Yeah. And, and I can honestly attest that, like, I will be either like editing in the living room or, or if it's like an off day and I'll be like playing video games or something, I will see her outside doing her planting or her gardening with her headphones on and she's laughing. She's like, she's talking back to us and everything, you know, like uh, uh, while she's listening and whatnot. And I'm just like, that's awesome. I'm so happy that like, you know, just that she like, you know, she would listen to it because she's my wife, but she listens to it because she likes it. And that I think is freaking awesome. Yeah, that's great, dude. That's great. She's so supportive and, you know, just you know, she, and then that that's what helps you move forward with with your endeavors because you need somebody in your life that supports you in a, in a positive way. And she's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Myra, and, and, you're, you rock. And, Thanks for choosing. Most of those are my picks. So I'm just saying. JK. JK. LOL. Why don't you uh, throw your your top threes at me then? OK, I'll, I'll hit you with my top three. Yeah. Um, my top three are Tough Turf, The Stuff, and The Keep. 
Oh my. And Tough Turf, we already talked about the stuff. I'm sure that's in your. I'm that's got to be in your top three, dude. <laughs> yep. If it's not, I'll be <laughs> shocked. Uh, and you can talk more about that. But I will say about the Keep. The reason why the Keep is my number one. The Keep has always been a a movie I've always wanted to talk about. I've always wanted to rewatch. Uh, I know it, it it has its issues, but look, man, like I am a visual guy. I am a visual guy. It's funny, and then I'm on a I'm on a po- doing a podcast <laughs> because it's all audio. But bro, something about vi- the visuals with that music just get me every single time. And I don't care if the if the rubber suit is cheese ball or not. It just ev- evokes this weird. Uh, it's kind of like how From Beyond in some ways does. And we'll get to From Beyond down the road, I'm sure. Uh, just like this this weird, like visceral childhood feeling of like waking up one morning, seeing it on TV, and just going, "What is this?" You know, and having no context and being like freaked out and awed at the same time. And it's such a beautiful film. And it's so bad that Michael Mann does not like it because it's like, dude, there's so much to like. I get it. But there's so much. I know there's so much to dislike as well, but there's more to to like, in my opinion. It's in my top five, The Keep. Um, I loved that episode because I had always wanted to see that movie in a more proper light. You know, you guys have all listened to the episode, I assume, at this point. Um, so you know where, where I stood with it. But it's it's in my top yeah. five, man. I, I love that one. Uh, that episode, I think, is, is I think we did a really damn good job. And it's hard because, like... I feel like every new episode is my new favorite because I'm like, I know <laughs> because we're getting better and better. I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm really proud of like how we've evolved as artists and and even uh, how we've evolved as critics, you know. And and I'm really proud of our newer stuff. I really, really am. Honestly, it's it's one of those things where someone's like, what do you what do you recommend? Well, first off, I always recommend the stuff. Uh, that's always the first one I would recommend. But after that, I'm like. Honestly, listen to our our newer stuff and then go backwards. Like I, I'm not saying that the older stuff is is bad by any means, but I do truly think we're we're getting better as we're going. And my God, if you don't get better as you go along, then there's something wrong with you, you know? Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. And you said uh, Tough Turf was your number two, right? It was. Um, can you give that, me that was again? my I'm number sorry. three? It was Tough Turf, the stuff, and the keep. Okay. And we already talked about Tough gotcha. Turf. Well, yep. and again, I Tough Turf is like it's it's such a it's such a you know, odd gem of a film. And then I'm sure you'll talk about the stuff, which is, yeah. it's just like, it's, that was probably one of the, the I've la- I'm, I probably maybe Ford Fairlane. I laughed at just as much, but the stuff I laughed my ass off uh, from the beginning to the end. And just, it was just so fun to just like laugh your ass off at a movie that, that it's not, it's not a comedy per se. It's that's epitomizes cult dude. And you're having a good time. You're yeah. having a good time yeah. with the stuff. <laughs> um, speaking of Ford Fairlane, can't get enough of that, the stuff. That was going to be, it's in my top five. That was going to be my number three, but I put because um, Ford Fairlane, because it was a comedy, it was the first comedy that we did, and I was like, "This yep. is, we." It was an example for us to break to break out, you know, and do something different. Uh, it was another movie, like the thing with you, Ford Fairlane meant as much to me as it did to you, and I was almost pissed that you picked it, but at the same time, I was just as happy because I didn't have to fucking break it down, and I could actually just enjoy it, you know? So, so, uh, dude, For Fairlane, I love that episode. That is a very near and dear personal episode to my heart, and I, I'm, 
I am so proud of, of the justice that we did with that movie. Um, yeah. But what what eked it out, because it would have been number three, but what eked it out was Night of the Comet. Just be, I'm just very proud of how we handled a, a movie that we both knew going in that we didn't like it. And, and just getting the feedback from people, I'm just very proud of our Night of the Comet episode because it just showed that we could do a movie that we didn't like, but yet just not shit on it, like we said earlier. So I'm, I'm yeah. really proud of that episode. Um, cool. My number two is hardware. Uh, it didn't make the, it didn't even make the top ten of, of the most downloaded episodes. But man, I that episode was was really fun for me, and it was really the, the not the the only time, but it was. I really enjoyed the 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 muscles that you let me flex in that movie. And man, it's not just like. Bro, I can't just say like, you know, like like you just sit there and let me talk. You engage. Like that that's what makes it different. That's what makes it awesome. Like you you let me go off on my tangents, but you don't dismiss them. You 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 like you go with me. You know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah. what I love about doing this with you is that you will engage with me. You'll go with me. You'll go down these rabbit holes even if you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" and you you've said that before, <laughs> but like you even you'll still like listen, man. And, and like that's important dude like that's like that's no small thing dude seriously like so the fact that you know i had this opportunity and i know i had this opportunity to do it because it, you know it's it's our podcast we can do whatever we want but like yeah. you didn't make me feel bad about it you didn't you know, you encouraged it you were like let's let's have fun with this and because of that because of the environment that you created uh, or helped you know create on this podcast i i was able to really just go into areas that I had never even thought about before. And it was like, it's one of my favorite podcasts because it just showed that like, I don't know, like where we could go with it, you know, like, like thought process wise. And I, I, I really enjoyed that. And, and I just want to say, you know, thank you for just, you know, just going along with me and fucking like, just, you know, I don't need you to validate what I'm doing, but just, man, just be there, man. And like, that's an important thing. That's no small thing, you know? Well, you you took a movie that I don't really I, I openly said I didn't I wasn't really a big fan of and you did what I think um, people should be able to do if they love a movie and someone else doesn't like it where you lay it out in this very uh, like what do you like about it and because you liked it and had such a cool, breakdown and, and backstory and just like, you know, uh, mythos to it. And, and just, you're such a master at that sincerely. So you really are, you really are. Um, I, it, it made me enjoy it more. And then that was the first episode where I'm like, wow, we might, we're going to take movies that we might not like, and we'll let, we'll enjoy actually just talking about it more than we would actually watching it. So that was the first movie that you did that with. Uh, I applaud you. I think that was the best one of the movies that I didn't enjoy that you, you didn't, you know, persuade me to, to like it, but you definitely, uh, showed, you showed me what is worth, um, making it a pad movie. And I think that's awesome, dude. Like, I think you did a masterful job at that. I th yeah, I think it's one of your best, uh, like, 
let me tell you why I like this movie kind of movie. You know what I'm saying? And that was yeah. great, dude. I think it was wonderful. I think you did a wonderful job with it. Thanks, uh, man. This is what you want. This is what you get <laughs> is probably my only, my, my favorite thing about that movie. <laughs> uh, you know, and, 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 and trust me, like it is not cyborg. It is not on the night of the comet cyborg. I'm not yeah. comparing cyborg and night of the comet. It's I enjoy I I like it you yeah. know but it's it's not one that I would put in you know in my regular rotation but I can see why you do and that's what makes me enjoy it. Thank you, buddy. So nice job. Thank yeah. you, man. I, what's your What's your one? What's your one? Well, I think you know it, my man. I think you know it. I tell anyone who enough. wants <laughs> anyone who wants to know what like you know one episode. I'm like, this is it, this stuff. Just listen to the stuff. It was, I, I, I have fun every single time we do this show. Every time is is a blast to me. It is my Ditto. favorite night of the week. I love Ditto. it. I look forward to it. But man, the stuff was another level. I had so much fun watching it. My my wife and I watched it. She loved it. I loved it. I love talking about it with you. Our fucking Moriarty impressions were on point, man. We were killing it. <laughs> I don't know what it. you're talking about. <laughs> I loved it, dude. Come on now. Dude. I'll see. I'll see. That movie was everything that I wanted, like everything that I didn't know I wanted, but wanted at the same time, and everything that I wanted this podcast to be when we, um, uh, uh, you know, when I pitched it to you. And but one thing I didn't know we were capable of was being funny. Like I mean, I always thought we were, you know, funny here and there, but like I didn't know that like we could actually like kind of sort of almost be a comedy podcast, you know? Like I thought we were just a stupid cult movie podcast and we we're trying to have fun with it. But man, oh man, like I, I felt like we were just on point that episode. I felt like just all cylinders were firing and and that movie was fantastic. And it's just it was so much fucking fun, man. Seriously. Well, it set the bar. It set the bar yeah. for like, yeah. oh, what? what's your next movie going to be? Womp, womp. <laughs> like, no, guys, like, you know, trust us. We don't pick these movies going, oh, again, I've said this already. We don't pick these movies going, oh, people are going to like this. We both go in this thinking, thinking, I like this. And let's break down why we like this. So, bro, I'm glad you I'm glad that's your number one. Uh, I, I was so happy to choose it. I to this day. If you, if you don't know why I love it so much, listen to the episode and you'll know why. Yep. Uh, enough said. That's that's a pretty good top three. A year from now, I think we're going to have a totally different top three. Yep. Uh, well, we will because it'll be the top three of that year. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, this yeah. train this train ain't stopping. This is the you know this is what is the, that movie uh, Snowpiercer? This is yeah. the Snowpiercer train <laughs> because it's never going to stop and it's being uh, fueled by the the flesh of human bodies and uh, and Ed Harris is our captain and he's spoiler alert uh, <laughs> eats people but um, dude yeah like I don't see foresee this going anywhere but up and I love it and I love you for it dude if it wasn't for you saying you want to do this then we wouldn't be doing it um, it, it allowed me to tap into my other uh, you know, channels of, of interests and it's just a great, a great podcast. Uh, and I love doing it with you and you know, yeah, if you do it with, if you do a podcast with a friend, make sure you really get along with that friend because, uh, you know, you know, it's like he, Corey puts in, so, 
he says it's equal, but it's not. You'd put in a shit ton of work that people don't even know about. Um, and it's hard to do a podcast. It really is. People think it's easy. It's really not. Uh, I just actually tried to help a friend set one up recently. And I was like, my, I might have to call on Corey. Cause he's kind of the Jedi when it comes to this shit. You really are man. Cause you like eat, sleep and shit it. So, um, well, you know, it, it, and you you could put out a decent, you could put out a, a shitty podcast and put it out and you're done. But, uh, we try to do as, as good of a job as possible. And I think Corey does a phenomenal job with what he does. And, uh, I'm just happy to be a part of it. Happy to be a part of the train. And I'm sure people chime in like, Oh, I want to do the show. I want to do the show. Well, well, I ain't going anywhere. So, <laughs> no, uh, I hope not. Bloody and trust cause... me, my, my selection of movies if you think I'm 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 cult uh, and and I'm just getting started, baby. <laughs> so, uh, we we have some good stuff coming uh, uh, this this next year, and by that I mean like what I'm selecting. I know is going to be fun, but uh, I know we have some good stuff Ditto. coming. But uh, I just want to really just uh, uh, say thank you, Zach. Uh, to, uh, everything you just said, I, I really appreciate that. Um, th- I mean, but you have to understand the reason I put in the work is because. I, I don't want to let you down. Like, I want this to be the thing that we fucking do for years to come. And, and I do eat, sleep, and shit it. But, like, that's not to diminish, uh, you know, how much effort and work that you put into it. Um, and how big of a deal it is that guys and gals, Zach has a, a five-year-old son. Um, he wakes up at 6 a.m. every day. We, we When we record these three-hour fucking episodes, we usually start at like 8 o'clock at night, and we go until like after 11. Zach gets like barely six hours of sleep. And let me tell you, not once in this entire goddamn year has Zach ever, ever complained once ever about anything has he he's never even fucking like moved a a, a recording session like this man will will move everything around pad and i can't even believe it i'm like holy shit so like knowing that like like i i that means like i'm not i don't want to let you down because i know you're putting in the effort but like the fact that like you just you you're there, man. And I say it, you know, and you're like, oh, but what does that mean? Like you're there. No, it means he's there. He shows up with all of his notes, no matter how much work and effort, you know, uh, uh, that takes and everything. He shows up every single recording session with everything he needs, never complains once, never says, oh, I don't have this because I had a busy day. We recorded the Trading Places episode on his son's birthday uh, after he spent an entire day <laughs> fucking, like, like entertaining his son and, you know, being, like, just a crazy day. And then we record a three-hour, like, plus episode. Like, dude, you don't understand how big of a deal that is. And, <laughs> and to everyone out there, like... Find a partner like that, guys. Find a partner that will show the fuck up and 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 shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just like it's amazing. It's it's absolutely amazing. The 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 your work ethic is unparalleled, my friend. And uh, and honestly, Thanks, uh, it, it tell makes, my agent that <laughs> it it makes me it makes me raise my game. And again, if if this episode does anything to just encourage people to podcast to just find somebody that you have to like elevate your game because they make you just by their game makes you elevate your game dude so thank you dude thank you just i just want to say it just officially just thank you 
Thank you for for everything, man. Seriously, this podcast it does not exist without you. I don't care what you say. It doesn't exist without you, bro. So this is Podcast After Dark, you and me, baby, all the way, end of the line. It's gonna take a lot of love. <laughs> And hey, if this was a jerk fest, that's fine, man. I don't care because there's not enough love in this world, and I'd rather put more love out there. So that's that's fine by me, man. And I, I, and I'm, I, uh, I, these are things that I've been wanting to tell you, you know. And and we honestly, sadly, we don't get to we don't get to talk a lot offline because you know you you're very very busy. busy. And uh, these are things yeah. that I've honestly been wanting to tell you the entire year. So thank you, dude, and I love you, man. And I, I just wouldn't do this podcast with with anybody else. So. Thank you. For I, that. Oh, I'm I, I'm I'm co- I'm in I'm covered in more uh, KY jelly than Dr. <laughs> Pretorius was in From Beyond. You know, when he comes By out the way, of that. I showed uh, I I uh, watched uh, From Beyond with my wife a couple nights ago. Uh, introduced her to it, and she fucking loved it. So uh, we're I mean, I told her I was like, I, this is on our list. It's uh, From Beyond Reanimator. It's just uh, who's gonna call it first is is the curious uh, the curious yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just, uh, just to give a tease to 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 our our pad friends, I just chose a movie for an upcoming future episode. It might be, I might save it to or like our December episode, our end of the year. Um, we going out with a bang at the end of the year. I'm just saying that. <laughs> nice, nice, dude. I love not it. Not a dead bang, it. not the Don Johnson film Dead Bang. I'm just saying, I'm going out with a bang. <laughs> But oh, no, dude, man. thank you. Thank you. And and the love's all around, bro. It's all good. It's all good. I, I do it because I love it. I know you do. I know you do, buddy. I know you do. And uh, so, guys, thank you all. Uh, thank you for being patrons. Um, thank you for supporting the show. And we don't mean financially. Like, we, we, we mean just the love that you guys give and, and, and everything. And, uh, you know, it's 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 been a lot of fun. And it's it's just been a great year. It's been a great – it's been a wild year. But it's been a great year as far as this goes, and this is like the, the one of the best things in my life, man. It's it's uh, honestly, truthfully, Ditto. so so thank you for that, and and you know what, uh, uh, you know, also <laughs> thank you for introducing me to uh, the legend of Billy Jean through uh, you and your and Dustin's love for uh, that movie on Two Dollar Late Fee. So can you uh, can you plug uh, Two Dollar Late Fee for us really quick because I I do love that podcast. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. And that podcast wouldn't have come out if it wasn't for podcasting after dark. Cause I'm like, I want to do podcasting after dark, but I, I also want to do this one. Yeah. I, yeah, I get it. You, just... you want to get the non sleazy stuff. <laughs> well, no, I it's, it's feeding the two animals. It, it, I love cult movies and I love everything eighties and $2 late fee is an everything eighties movie soundtrack, pop culture, uh, podcast we do we we discuss movies we don't break them down we discuss them and connect them with moments in our life uh very usually much uh what do you call it self-effacing uh (laughs) we we poke fun at ourselves and each other uh and 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 bring up moments from our past that are um, memorable um a former ex-girlfriend gets mentioned like all the time from me (laughs) Uh, it'll probably bite me in the ass someday but whatever uh and we interview celebrities we interview in my opinion phenomenal celebrities yes we do that on our patreon uh pad show 
uh, but it's equally awesome on $2 late fee. Everybody from legendary film composer Vince DiCola, Eric Roberts, um, Damone, you know, Bob Romanus from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And we don't, th- these are very like casual um, interviews, really cool. It uh, feels like you're, having, you're listening to a conversation with, you know, people. And you feel like, like you're a part of it because there's stuff you can relate to. Uh, we got upcoming interviews with Keith Coogan from uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Richard Tyson, your boy Richard Tyson from <laughs> 3 O'Clock High, Buddy Ravel, uh, and, and many more. So, yeah, check us out, $2LateFee.com. Find us on Instagram and, and follow us. Uh, we are nowhere near what Pad has follower-wise, but, uh, dude, we're – it's a little engine that could bro these are little engines that could again i've stated enough times in this show if you do something you love it will come back to you i swear to you just do what you love find the one thing if you like drawing pictures every i was drawing pictures of for my son lunch notes i did i'm done almost 600 i'm gonna keep doing it but people are like this should be in an art gallery you should do an art Mm -hmm. book well i'm gonna do that shit it's gonna happen so uh, just just do it, man. Just have one little thing. Write it down on a piece of paper. Put it in your put it on a wall and say, "I'm going to do that thing this year. I'm yeah. going to do that one thing." Again, I'm going to shout out to Robert Ortiz one more time. Guy's got a 3D printer. Puts out some badass 3D like printer shit. He he made a he made a 3D print of a Battlestar Galactica helmet, the one with the Pharaoh like or oh, is it yeah. is it Buck Rogers or Battlestar Galactica? No, no, Battlestar. Yeah, other. with the yeah, the the lights and the, yeah, the Battlestar, yeah. And I'm like, dude, this this guy's like in his spare time he's doing that. And you know, that's not his job. Like do that one thing. Do it. Yeah. And if yeah. and if no one else supports you on it, then you know what? Reevaluate your relationships with those people because my wife doesn't listen to pad but she knows how much I love it. And she supports it because like she says, this is your future. She knows this is my future. She knows it's my present and my future. And she's, she's like, Oh, Zach's in for another long night. Yeah. And you know, but it's all good. Like she knows. And she, and, and I gotta it. say, you know, Chris, Kristen is, is very, very supportive of the show. I mean, it's, it's no small thing to let you know your your significant other take over the living room for three and a half hours you know <laughs> totally like, dude. yeah it's and, and so she can like, she's she's so supportive it's it's please guys and gals follow your bliss but also make sure that you surround yourself with people that support you you know and, yep. and I, don't, I don't mean financially i mean like just support you emotionally and and creatively and everything and it, it'll it, it means the world i couldn't do this full time without without my wife's financial support and but more importantly with her her emotional support it it means more yeah. to me that my wife uh, uh loves what i do than than her you know supporting me uh, uh financially but like it means more to me that that she understands what this means she she understands like how big of a deal this is for me and and how much you know work it takes and everything and you know, it's, it's, you gotta put your, you gotta, you gotta surround yourself with people that support you with, with what's going on in the world today. Um, you know what? Like, yeah, you, you gotta, you, you gotta find happiness in your life. 
please. What, do what makes you happy. Please do. So, yeah. Speaking of what makes you happy, I know equally, I know it's not your favorite, but I know you also are on a couple other podcasts. What other, where else can we find you, Sleazy C? <laughs> yeah, you can find me uh, every week talking to our buddy Adam about uh, Seinfeld on Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. And I will say, I, I do love that uh, that that podcast that I do with Adam. Um, it's a lot of fun to, to like... To, to watch a show from the beginning and like in order when especially a show that I mostly watched like in syndication so honestly like once we're done with it we've we're already talking about you know what show we're gonna do next um, after that because it, it's my favorite way to watch TV is to actually like dive in and analyze and, and now it's become also my favorite way to watch movies like just to uh, you know just to dive in and just really dig in deep with it so it's man I love it man podcasting is great this is a lot of fun and we're a part of the BFOP network so check us out check awesome. everybody out and uh, you know it's it's a fun time so we hope you guys enjoy the show and uh, you know we'll keep on keeping on for the next year and as we always say we'll catch you on on the dark side. Be sure to subscribe to Podcasting After Dark and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Support Podcasting After Dark on Patreon. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Podcasting After Dark. And visit us next time for another installment of Podcasting After Dark with Corey Stevenson and Zach Schaefer.